0: Welcome to the ENA Podcast.
1: This is the ENA Podcast, and this is Dan Campana, the Director of Communications with the Emergency Nurses Association, welcoming you to the latest episode of the podcast. Today, we're celebrating the one year anniversary and a little bit more than a year anniversary of ENA University, which uh, really changed ENA's landscape around emergency nursing education uh, last year in 2021. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about where ENA University has gone and and focus a little bit on a couple of uh, key areas that uh, ENA has focused on and a couple of programs that have really uh, epitomized what university's goal has been from the beginning. So to do that, we're going to talk first with ENA's Chief Learning Officer, Suzanne Montella, talk a little bit about ENA University and a couple of those programs, including the brand new ED Nurse Leadership Pathway. And then a little later on, we'll hear from Haley Carlson, member of ENA's Emerging Professional Advisory Council, about the ways the ED Nurse Leadership Pathway can benefit aspiring and new ED leaders. But first, let's welcome Suzanne Montella to the podcast. Suzanne, welcome. Hello, Dan. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, Suzanne, it's hard to believe it's already been a year since we launched ENA University. And, you know, obviously, there was a lot of time and effort that went into universities launch, but that wasn't the end of things, that was really just the beginning. So just as you kind of think back and reflect, you know, how have you seen ENA University change the way ENA delivers high quality education and resources?
0: Yes, Dan, I mean, a lot has changed in the past year, but we still think it's, it's the beginning. Um, you know, we created ENA University as uh, an umbrella for all of the education and resources that emergency nurses need, to deliver um, high quality care. And our goal was really to be that center of excellence, a one, one source for them to go to, because we know that they are extremely busy professionals that need to cover a lot of ground. So the easier that we can make it for them to access the resources, education they need, um, obviously the better for them and the better for the patient. So, you know, that was our goal is to make sure that we were able to bring all of that resource together for them. And it's been an exciting um, start. Um, you know, We know that um, our nurses value the education that's developed for them by them so that they can take care of their patients. And now we have continued to try and bring it to them in a way that it makes it as easy as possible for them
1: to get to. Whenever you launch something of this magnitude, you know, inevitably, you know, you get a lot of opportunity to hear feedback from folks. And, um, you know, it, it comes in a wide variety of ways, but t- talk a little bit about, you know, the feedback, because a lot of what we hear is positive to the points that you made about the convenience of having it all together. And certainly, With the development of things like the pathways that came out last year and then into this year's um, with the introduction of the ed nurse leadership pathway but talk about how feedback and really just the analysis that we do internally has really informed the changes or sparked some new ideas for university
0: yes yeah that's a great question i mean we are always um having our eyes and ears open to our members and to the profession uh to our industry partners to our clients and institutions to find out what's working for them and what's, what's not. Um, and we've heard feedback across that whole spectrum. Um, lots and lots of positive feedback around how they can access the education. I think particularly um, with this introduction, we also introduced um, it through a mobile app. So nurses can access everything at their fingertips. we wanted to be able to deliver education to them where they learn and how they learn. And we know our nurses are on the go. Uh, so they need to be able to access that information at their fingertips. And so we've had thousands and thousands of um, learners, nurses doing their education through their mobile device. And so it's been really, really a positive step forward. Um, so just one example. Um, we also hear things that aren't working to be totally frank and we try and respond to those. So uh, we, one of the things was we had our practice resources. Uh, we've got over 150 practice resources that our nurses access. When we first brought them into the university, uh, we had a couple of technical glitches, let's just say. (laughs) And so we listened to that feedback and we made changes. And now the experience um, for nurses to access their resources is even better. Um, And so based on the feedback that we were able to get around accessibility, searchability, we were able to work with our internal staff and our partners to really improve that experience. And so, again, we really value hearing from our nurses, from our members, so that we can continue to make improvements um,
1: in in what we bring to them. Some of the biggest things that have come since university uh, was launched last year are the Pathways and then the Emergency Nurse Residency Program, uh, which launched earlier this year. Um, You know, those are really prominent additions to ENA's education portfolio, but, uh, how do you see those as, pro- as programs that exemplify what the mission, not just of ENA, but also of ENA University, how are those starting to fill that? Because it's really looking at nursing in a career spectrum, not just a day-by-day, clinical-by-clinical type perspective, right?
0: Correct, correct. So the whole idea around our pathways, and and we have a, what we call a novice pathway and a competent pathway. And the whole idea behind that was to really design and deliver those for a nurse where they're at in their career. I mean, the exciting thing for emergency nurses is that they have such a a journey and adventure in their career that they get to choose which way they wanna go, what they need to do. And our role is to make sure they have the education resources they need to do that. And so naturally, starting with the novice, a new nurse coming into this profession, what is the collection of information, education, resources that they need um, to make sure that they're set up for success at that point in their career. So that's how we designed those um, experiences, those pathways. An important piece of the pathway program is really being um, a member at ENA. And so we bring you the benefits of membership. And a big piece of that is our mentoring. So not only is important for nurses in this profession, particularly our novice, to get the education they need, but they need the support. And and as an organization committed to our nurses, we deliver that support through our membership. So um, giving them opportunities to connect with others who are doing the exact same thing that they're doing or who've done it before them, um, being able to you know, be coached and mentored by someone who has that experience. So that's, you know, we've designed that pathway for that point in their career, and then to ladder them to the next point in their career. Um, And as they decide which uh, part of the adventure they want to go on next, whether that's leadership or education or research, um, we will build out
1: pathways for, for them to do that as well. So, I want to come back to the leadership pathway in a second, but first let's talk a little bit about the residency program because that uh, kicked off back in April. And uh, the response and feedback that, um, you know, across ENA that we're hearing has really been positive. And while the benefit ultimately still comes back to that individual nurse and getting them off on the right foot, you know, in the, as, as a new ED nurse or new to the ED. Um, you know, we're also working with their leaders and their hospitals to create a, you know, sort of a, a good runway to get them acclimated and get them not just clinically, but also as individuals to help prepare them for what goes on in the emergency department. Um, tell me a little bit about what you've thought as you've heard the feedback about residency and you've seen, you know, the, the response that we've had so far with, you know, as of right now, about a dozen different hospitals who have uh, you know, brought the program into their, their facilities, into their EDs. I mean, it's just another piece of what university has been out to do, which is to create the betterment for as many nurses as possible.
0: Yes. I mean, we're super excited about the impact that we can have for nursing, uh, for this profession, for these individuals um, with the residency program. So, you know, clearly it was a gap in um, the marketplace that having folks, whether, like you said, either new emergency nurses or people new into the emergency department, we want to make sure they're set up for success from day one. Um, So developing, you know, the first 18 weeks of their experience within the ED to ensure that they have the the competence and the confidence to be able to do this role, and what we're finding is um, not only are we seeing that come for the individual, but for the for the other nurses that they're working with. You know, the uh, as as individuals are going through this program, their colleagues see how much um, better prepared they are, and they have more confidence in them as well. And so we're really excited about what this can do to ensure. Obviously, the nurses are set up for success, the department, the team that they're working with, they're set up for success, and obviously, all in the end, that the patients are getting the care, you know, the best care that they can get, um, because what, what we really want is for nurses to be successful in their career. Um, we want them, you know, if, if we can get them set up from the beginning and take them through to the next phase of their career, then we will, um, you know, have many more nurses who are
1: um, doing this really, really important work. And you alluded to it earlier and just there you know a great segue when we talk about the ed nurse leadership pathway um it's designed for sort of two mindsets it's the nurse that maybe from the beginning says you know what i want to be in leadership i want to be a nurse manager i want to be a charge nurse i want to move up the ladder as my career goes on but also those nurses that maybe through circumstance or just uh the timing was right and they move into a, a management or a leadership role but they know that there's a lot more that they can uh use from a resource or from a course perspective to help prepare them. And that's really what the, the ED Nurse Leadership Pathway is about. Um, talk about that in that continuum with the, the novice and the competent. I mean, this is, a, you know, again, if you're looking at sort of from a stair step, this is the next one in that sequence in a lot of respects, right? Right, right. And that's, as
0: we looked at that, you know, the whole concept of pathways, what is one of the other paths that a nurse can, can take. And that is obviously into leadership, another very high demand area, which as we looked at the market and listened to our members and look, listen to our uh, partners, there wasn't the specific um, emergency nursing leadership education available to them. So many times they're put in these roles and with very, very little uh, training and education. And so what we wanted to be able to do is make sure for the EDC Specifically, um, we're giving them the leadership education that they need um, so that they can be more successful there um, versus feeling like, okay, I'm I'm just thrown in and I'm not really sure um, where to go. And so we wanted to make sure that they had, um, again, setting them up for success, making sure that they had the ED-specific insights, resources, tools, and education um, so that they can um, continued to progress in their career and also have an impact on, you know, going beyond just individual patients, but now impacting the nurses, the other nurses that they're working with um, and, and the institution overall, and the department
1: overall. Well, I'm the only one who can see your face, but, you know, the the smile and the enthusiasm as you talk about this, it, it's been something that's been pretty consistent for those who have been around you, you know, uh, mm-hmm. for not just the last year, but all the run-up to uh, the launch of university last year. So, um, uh, there's definitely a lot of excitement because there's always something new happening with university and certainly the, the leadership pathway being the latest in that. So before we switch over to, 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 uh, to Haley, I just want to you know, uh, thank you, Suzanne, for taking a few minutes to talk a little bit about this big anniversary for ENA University and uh, getting us going in our conversation about the, uh, the ED nurse leadership pathway. So thanks for the time today, Suzanne, and we're going to move over to Haley and talk a little bit about the pathway more with her. Yes. Thank you so much, Dan. I mean, I
0: could talk about ENA University all day. I feel very um, blessed and uh, proud of the work that we've been doing here and, and the commitment we have to our nurses to make sure that they have what they need to be able to deliver the education and the, and the care that they need to do. So thank you so much for continuing to support uh, what we're doing here at the university.
1: So let's now turn to Haley Carlson. She's a member of ENA's Emerging Professional Advisory Council, and she's been an emergency nurse since 2020, but her background goes a little bit deeper than that and certainly gives her some different insights into the value of uh, a program like the ED Nurse Leadership Pathway. So uh, Haley Carlson, welcome to the ENA podcast.
2: Thank you. I greatly appreciate it.
1: So Haley, why don't you talk a little bit about your background uh, relating to emergency nursing and, and a little bit about your journey with ENA?
2: Sure. Um, so like you mentioned, I've been, a, well, I've been a nurse since 2019. I came into the ER as a nurse in 2020. Um, prior to that, I was an ER tech um, since 2016. So I'm pretty familiar with the ED. And then I was also an emergency manager in the Air Force Reserves for eight years. Um, so that was kind of the management piece that I was exposed to um, prior to coming into like the medical side of emergency. Um, I was initially exposed to ENA. I think I was in school. Um, when I was a tech, one of the nurses that I work with, they had gone to conference and, you know, talked about all the great things that they had learned there and the networking opportunities. Um, and so when I first moved to California, um, and started my ER nursing, um, journey, it was a great way for me to kind of network and get to know people in the area. And we did some, um, cool, um, uh, meetings for new graduates there to kind of, um, you know, like I said, network and get to know everybody in the area. So um, that's how I got involved. And then I wanted to give back to other new graduates in the uh, field and kind of mentor. So that's why I am a part of the Emerging uh, Professionals Council.
1: So uh, talking about leadership, having some experience through the Air Force, and now having been on the other side of things, um, you know, coming into the ED, um, as a nurse, now, uh, what are some things that you value uh, in an ED leader, or some traits in leadership that really speak to you?
2: I, I have a unique perspective, I guess. In the Air Force, they kind of start you off of where they're from day one. They're training you how to be a leader, and whether you're coming in with those skills or it's being taught along the way, um, that's our goal: is to help you lead people um, underneath you and be good at it. So, something I value in ER leadership that I've kind of taken over there. <clears throat> Is approachability for sure. Um, Someone who's got an open door that you can go ask questions that you don't feel um, intimidated by, if that makes sense. So, someone who's really easily approachable um, and transparent. So, if they're, you know, there's a lot of things on the staff level that we don't necessarily see in the leadership that maybe we don't know is going on. So, being able to share a little bit of that transparency with staff. Um, to know why policies are in place and why we're doing certain things, I think is important as well. You know, if you ask for something or you're wanting something to get accomplished, that it, the follow through happens, that they're able to get that accomplished for you or for the department um, or follow up on maybe why a policy can't be changed. Or, um, you know, if we're doing something, what's the reason behind it and that they're able to find that out for you, I think is also important, especially in making sure that the emergency department is providing um evidence-based and good care for patients. And, you know, we're staying up to date on what the best things are.
1: One of the interesting things when you have that dynamic of someone who has led, and then you come into this environment, um, you know, is it hard to not go, well, I would have done that differently? Or do you try to put yourselves in the shoes of that leader because you know what it's like to be in that spot and know that you're always going to be sort of looked at for direction. And sometimes people question that direction, but how, how have you managed being on You know, having seen both sides of the fence, so to speak.
2: Yeah, I think I'm definitely one that is putting myself in their shoes and understanding and trying to explain, like, hey, this may be why we're not doing it this way. You know, your hands are tied in some ways in management roles of different, especially if you know, come from the military, like you have to follow these certain chains of command, and that can be similar in the civilian sector. So sometimes um it's not that we don't want to make that change or we don't want to be doing something differently but that we have to follow the process to get that changed um so i think being able to see that perspective is helpful um it was difficult for me definitely going from in the military we call ourselves subject matter experts so going from uh, being an expert in my field and teaching others and training others to going to being the one being trained and having to start over um you know, on at square one, just kind of soaking everything in. And I mean, as we all know, emergency nursing is a huge field of, you have to know a lot of, a little bit about a lot of things. You're a master of all trades. Um, and, but that takes time to get there. So that has definitely been a transition for me of going, um, you know, from being the leader to now being the one being led. And I think in order to be a good leader, you have to be a good follower. So I think it has been helpful for me to kind of, see both sides of that coin.
1: So the ED nurse leadership pathway uh, focuses on two particular audiences, one being uh, nurses that their ultimate goal is to get into leadership so helping them along the journey to be prepared for that but also for uh, nurses who are now on the cusp or or have made the the, the switch over into uh, that leadership role or management type role. Um, some of the things that are involved in that in, the, in the, the pathway, obviously, there's a number of courses that focus on a lot of the logistical type things, but there's a lot of things like mentoring and some of those relationship type aspects because the clinical side, everybody should know the clinical. I mean, they're learning that every day, so to speak. Um, what, are, what are some of the things when you think about what this pathway offers from an emerging professional's perspective? I mean, what, what are some of the things that you see um, this pathway as being valuable to a nurse who knows they want to become a leader or? now they've got that title and now they have to start to really embrace all of those pieces that you talked about earlier.
2: I think it's very important and valuable to the transition from being, um, you know, a staff member. And then that transition to leadership can be difficult because you're going from being a peer to now having to be over, um, you know, supervisory role kind of thing. And so those relationships can be a little bit stretched. Sometimes it can be, you know, it's was your best friend. Now it's somebody that maybe you have to mentor in a different way. Um, so that can be challenging to know where that line is and to establish that line. Um, so I think this pathway will help kind of teach and train on how to, um, how to effectively build those relationships in a way that they're productive and effective. Um, I think as you transition, or if you have the idea that you want to transition eventually into a leadership role, um, you know, the idea of like servant leadership of you, even when you're in that management or leadership role that you're so willing to go onto the floor and help out and teach and do things. And that can be also difficult to um, manage, but that's something that is important to never kind of lose sight of. Um, I think with the pathway, you know, with the way that the healthcare system is right now and how emergency departments are functioning right now, I think a lot of people are being pushed into these positions maybe sooner than what they initially had anticipated. So I think a program like this and pathway like this um, is only beneficial to help kind of set you in the right mindset uh, ahead of time before you're put into that role. Um, You know, we're the department I'm currently in is pretty young, so um, you're getting charged nurses that are um, being put into charge nursing roles maybe sooner than what they would have liked. Um, so being prepared ahead of time and being able to have these skills under your belt is only going to be more helpful for you and for your department and community.
1: And a lot of that has to do, the pathway has a structure to it, you know, that, um, you know, I, I'm not an ED nurse, but, you know, maybe you can speak to the idea that, um, you know, what is that pipeline like right now? I mean, you talk about being in a younger department. Uh, is there a natural uh, opportunity to prepare, nurses to take those leadership roles, or are you just, you know, is it operating in the way that you just need to fit, fill the demand that you have at a particular time?
2: I think it depends. Um, we move a lot. We're a military family, so I've been a part of a couple of different apart- departments over the last couple of years, and each one has been a little bit different. Um, sometimes you get people that are like, nope, that's what I want to do. I want to be a charge nurse, and they're training for it from the day that they start, and sometimes it's like, hey, we need a we need a lead you know, to transition into that role, or maybe somebody's going on a maternity leave, or we have management switches, and so sometimes it's we think you'd be good for the job, and um, you know, would you like to step up, kind of thing. And so uh, some of that training pipeline is missing a little bit. Um, not to say that these people that that this is happening to are not successful or have the capability to be successful, but it is a definite um, an extra stressor put on to them that. Um, you know, it's it's something to navigate through.
1: Sure. And that's why the pathway I think is designed in both directions for those who are preparing for that jump, but also for ones that have already made that jump, whether it was planned or whether it was, you know, like we know all the ED nurses, uh, they adapted to the moment. Uh, They showed some versatility and they said, I'll I'll make that jump and I'll take that step up. Um, And sometimes they got to just go find that information. They got to find the the, the courses and the resources that may benefit them. And, uh, you know, that's a nice thing, as Suzanne mentioned earlier, this is a uh, this is all packaged together. It's all in one place. So it's really um, compartmentalized in a way that focuses on this audience. And, um, you know, last question for you is really around the idea of emerging professionals and, you know, the the youthfulness, if you will, not the, it's not about experience, but the youthfulness of EDs, um, you know, and, and certainly among ENA's membership we're becoming more youthful as well uh, in terms of experience and uh, emerging professionals are a big part of that. Uh, being a part of the council, when you look at this program and, and you, um, you, from your peers within the advisory council, um, I don't know if excited is the right word, but you know, does this feel like this is happening at the right time to have something like this available for new grads or those new to the ED nurses?
2: Absolutely. I think it is a spot for opportunity. Um, like I said, we're in the last couple of years with the pandemic, things have changed and how things are operating. Um, and so I think having this opportunity in, uh, for the pathway to be accessible for, um, newer nurses, newer to ED nurses, um, as an option to kind of help further educate and train themselves is huge. I think, um, it's a great, uh, you know, professional development piece as well, whether, weather Maybe you're not interested in being a leadership role anytime soon, but I think even the skills that you're learning in the pathway are beneficial no matter what step of your journey that you're in, whether you're brand new or you've been a nurse for 20 years. Um, I think as ER nurses, we're always learning and the moment you stop learning that that is, you know, it's time to step away kind of thing. Um, So I think it is a great opportunity to further educate yourself and just make yourself and your team better.
1: Well, Haley Carlson, I appreciate you taking a few minutes to be a part of the podcast today and talk a little bit about your background. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So that'll do it for this episode of the ENA Podcast. Uh, Another thank you to ENA Chief Learning Officer Suzanne Montella and Haley Carlson from the ENA Emerging Professional Advisory Council uh, for their uh, points of view on ENA University's anniversary, but also uh, looking at the ED Nurse Leadership Pathway, uh, the newest offering from ENA University. With all that, uh, I'm Dan Campana. Thank you for listening and hope you'll join us next time on the ENA Podcast.